right, anyway. So, you know, if, if you're not here live, you don't get to hear these uh, cool things. So, exactly. It's right. I pushed the button already. That's exactly. All right. So we're up to peace tezayin. Yeah, peace tezayin. Okay. So the last thing we saw yesterday was how it was really more barichis uh, in, in by the Kamarna and Zarechai in a different sefer. But at least we saw the breakdown of the command is telling us that one of the Iker things of davening <coughs> is daven be'emes, to daven with honesty. And even if we know intellectually that the biggest way of davening is for the shechin aktoshen, you know, and with high kavanis, it's if that's not what you're emotionally feeling and that's not where you're holding, then you daven with emes. You daven with emes. Daiver shkarm le'yichin le'negadena, the Pesach says, to speak, uh, davening demands honesty. And so along, so... <coughs> Along those lines, he continues on to Tezayin. Also, unbelievable. So he says like this. Again, everything that Akdami is just opening. So, you know, this this piece in Tezayin is also a very big sugya. So we'll see some of the more comments on the bottom. We might fill it out a little bit, but it's a, it's a large sugya. Again, this is something that he said a couple of pieces ago, that a person has to have a muna, that their banishlam is everywhere, and a person has to have a muna that... Tefillahs are accepted, and and whenever a person davens, they're automatically accepted. Even if it's only, even if it's hidden, so you don't necessarily see the Yeshua openly, but you have to believe that on some level, on some level, every tefillah is answered. So, and if you don't, so and if it's if it's still concealed, you didn't see the Yeshua yet. So then you have to daven again until you. Bring it lamaisa until it, till that till the Yeshua manifests in full all the way in Gashmias. This is again he's from the Gemara. There's a Gemara brachas, right? The Gemara says that uh, what should a person do if they daven and didn't they, they they didn't get answered? So the Gemara says yachzvi spal you daven again. It's a spal. But that's what the Gemara says. That's what he's saying over here. You daven again. Why? That doesn't mean that the first time it wasn't answered. It was answered. But the waters are rising to the surface, and sometimes it takes some time, and it takes a little bit more effort to get them to the, to break through the, you know, the, the 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 surface. So the more you daven, the more you're moving those waters, the more you're bringing the shchinak out to the out to the forefront. But now he says an amazing thing. However, again, similar to what we told me yesterday, you know, remember if you, we were talking about yesterday about speaking honestly and and you should. Uh, you know, went to think one thing, say something else. So speaking to some of the guys afterwards, obviously this is, I don't think he's talking about like Shachar Smech Like obviously when you're talking about Shachar Smech Hamayr, so you, the, the Nusuch is already set for us. We're talking about when you're adding in your own personal bakashas in davening or outside of davening, your own personal tefillahs. So he says if a person's davening and they're not being answered, so you have to daven again. But he says, but don't say the same thing twice. Change up the nusach again. Like I said, if it's shachar smuchah marv, you're not you're not repeating shmoneh, you're not changing the nusach shmoneh. But your own personal bakashas, change up the nusach. Why? Kim chayzer pam shenis. Here's some hetik zach. If you say over the same thing twice, literally the same nusach, ariyom akatzer b'munas Hashem isparach. You're showing a lack of emuna in Hashem. Kiilu b'pamarishan lohayichalila shametzias Hashem isparach. As if the rabbanu shalom wasn't wasn't involved, wasn't behind the scenes of your first words. So you're limiting the Rabbanu Shalom's presence in the world by saying, the first sentence I said, eh, God wasn't there. So I'm going to say it again. And hopefully the second time I say it, now God will be there. It's kfira. The Rabbanu Shalom was everywhere. Every tefillah was answered. Every word that you say, the Rabbanu Shalom's presence is somehow behind the scenes. So, you have to, so in order to express your amuna, that every word of tefillah is meaningful, 
don't repeat yourself. Always keep it, even if you are davening again because the waters have to rise. But again, the water is rising from one level to the next, so it's, it's, it's not the same thing. It's, it's another level of, of, of impediment. It's another level of, of soil, of rock that you're trying to remove. And that demands a fresh set of words. So it's not the pshat, you're not repeating yourself as if the first thing didn't work. Not only is that a lack of amuna and davening, it's also a lack of amuna and Hashem. Because as we're going to see in a second, the Rabbanu Shalom is everywhere. And even behind, behind the words that we say, the Rabbanu Shalom is over there. And to think that there's words that come out of the Jew's mouth, that's not a, that, that wasn't saturated with, with elokus of the Shechinah Kedoshah, that itself is, is kfira. Why is it simply mean just repeating words like people might do like in, in davening? Like so, 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 on the, so, the, so now let's see the little bit, if you, those that have the bottom, we'll see where this is coming from. So this is not his own idea from the Kamarna. Again, like very often it's coming from earlier Sefer uh, So in the Sefer Ben Paris Yosef, it's one of the, the Svarim <coughs> from from the Taldas Yaakov Yosef. So, in peace, again, those that have the Sefer, peace, cook, Gemel, if not, just listen out, outside. So, in, Ber, in, in, in the Sefer Ben Paras Yosef, in Parshas Taldas, so he says the following thing, Shemati B'Shem Mairi, I heard from my master, that's the Baal Shem. Bira Shas, the Gemara, it's the Gemara in Brachis, Lama Gimel, Amebez. The Gemara says like this, Om Reb Zera, Reb Zera said, Kol Aymer Shema Shema, Meshas Genaisai. Right, the Mishnah already says, if a person says Shema Shema, they say Shema, but they repeat it, then the, we're, we silence them. In other words, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to repeat Shema Shema twice. So that's the Mishnah. On a simple level, it's because it sounds like uh, as if there's two gods. So we're silence the person. So that's, that's says the Gemara. So our Papa said to Abaya, but what happens if you said Shema, you didn't have Kavana? So you want to say it again, not because there's, God forbid, two gods. Because you didn't, say, you didn't have Kavana the first time you said it. So what about that situation? Should I repeat, should I say it again in that case? Omer so Abayi said back, Chavrusa kapal shmai meikah, what, you and the Rabbani Shalom are chavrusas, to take it so casually, Eloi chivin daitim ikara, if you didn't have Kavana the first time, mechinin lei b'marzavta denavcha, we, we put, uh, hit you over the head with a, with a, with a, um, with a piece of metal. Adam chavin, until you have Kavana. In other words, what do you mean don't have the first time? Have kavana. What does it mean? That's, that's the Gemara. So Abaye sort of just ignored the question. The question is, okay, what if I didn't have kavana? You're supposed to have kavana. What do you mean not have kavana? That's the, that's the Gemara. So Hikshim Mairi, so the Baal Shantav asked, Da'kate this. But Lamaisa, what's the answer? Okay, I understand you're, not, you're supposed to have kavana. Rav Papa agreed to that too. But I'm asking, if the person didn't have kavana, what are they supposed to do with the Yavid? Maybe he didn't have Now he wants to be Yitzhay. So that's, that's uh, the first question. The second question was, Why, of all the examples, is the example that they were talking about Shema Shema twice? Maybe Baruch Shammar twice, whatever. The point is, he says something about Kavana, I want to say it again. So, that's the, so he says like this, Another Pasuk or whatever. Ubir, so so the Balshanta said like this, Mahu Inyan Kabalsa Malchishma. Shma is about the Makal Malchishma, it's about Amuna. Voyin, Kyadamukhiv Lahaman, said the Balshan person has to believe, Kimolay Kars Kvaidis Barach, less asarponamine. There's no place that's empty of God. They'll call him Shalahadam, and every thought that we have, Yeshwa Mitsiusu is Barak, the Rabbanishum's presence is there. The Khol Mahshavi Kaima Shlema, and every thought that we have is a complete system of Elikus. 
V'kasher yalu machshav tishladim peis aska b'tzvila. Eiz machshav aravazarin. This is opening a large sugya. But when a person is davening and they have some negative, uh, some foreign thoughts that that distract your kavana, he bol adam l'sakne l'haloisa. It's not. Uh, it's not something that. Uh, it, 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 it doesn't mean that you didn't daven. It means that this is a certain. These are machshavis that these are machshavis that are that are asking for tikkun, and so. When a person is davening and they're not having all the kavana that they wanted to, that doesn't mean that they're that, that they're not davening, and it doesn't mean that they're not, that their baruch is not there in their tefillas. It means that there's a certain level of sediment that their avodah is to uplift. There are, you know, there's a certain tikkunim that they have to that they have to fix, and for whatever reason, sometimes the tikkunim are hard, and sometimes the tikkunim are easier. So if you have a, a davening that you would consider to be a bad davening, it doesn't mean it's a bad davening. It means that the tikkunim and the avaydas and the chalakim of your neshama that you needed to be masakin by that particular shachris, it was heavy lifting. And, they, and, didn't, and it didn't express, it didn't, uh, and you didn't experience it as smooth as you would have liked. But to think that, that, there, that there was no kavana there, to think that there was no, uh, you know, that, that there was no elokus in that moment, so this is what, the, the, so he goes on. So uh, let's skip a little bit because it's getting late. So he says like this. Again, tomorrow we'll be more marach about this. Like, like you're seeing, it's opening up a big sugya. So he says, so if you don't believe this after the bold, the bold words, you're not if a person thinks that there are words that could come out of your mouth by davening, the Rabbanu is not there. That itself is a lack of amuna. You're, you're, you're diminishing the Rabbanu Shalom's presence. And that's what the Gemara says. A guy says, Shema, Shema. So what is Shema about? Amuna. So a guy says, I said Shema, but I didn't have a full Kavana. Maybe I should say it again. Why? Because he didn't have Kavana. He says, Abaya, he didn't have Kavana. You hit him over the head until he has... I mean, words, he's answering the question. To say it again, to say it again means that you're that 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 itself is is a chesar and amuna to to think that you have to say it again. You said it once, you did the best you can. Okay, that's that's, that's, that's called having kavana. That's called amuna. That's called uh, that's called tefillah. I wasn't as geshmak. Davening is not you as a human being talking to some god and you have to like scream loudly or you know in order for the sound to get there. It's an express. It, you, you, it's it's a revelation of elikus within yourself. Sometimes. And, and every single time that you daven, you're being masakin tikkunim in yourself. You're being masakin certain parts of your, of your neshama. So some tikkunim, some aspects of your neshama is uh, heavy lifting, and some, some aspects of your neshama are, are lighter lifting. That's okay. So whatever the avoid is, that's, that's what the day is. So if a person's davening and, and there's something that's distracting you, Right, whether it be a person or or even a thought that's distracting you, thinking to you, and and so listen, it doesn't mean we'll talk about this tomorrow more. It doesn't mean that it's just to give in and not to have anything. It's an avoda, it's an avoda. But it means that anything that comes to you by davening, again, we're gonna have to work this out. But anything that comes to you by davening is 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 part of your avoda to that you're you're there to fix those thoughts, to fix those parts of yourself that's all of a sudden surfacing. And so, how do you do that? We'll speak about that, but. But the point is, though, that whatever the manias that come by davening, if you're doing the best you can, and some total with your effort and with the manias, your davening seems to you as like it was a shvacha one, that's a chesar and You can't believe that. Davening was real, it was pile, and, uh, and, and, and even if you feel that you have to daven again, 
don't daven the same nusach. Because by davening the same thing, by shema shema, what you're saying is that the first thing was not poil. And that's kfir. It was always poil. I, if it was poil, then why wasn't it so gishmak? The answer is because part of, part of what davening is, is about fixing my neshama. And parts of my neshama are a little bit, you know, messier than others. So the experience of fixing this particular part is a different experience than fixing this particular part. But it's all fixing. And so that's what, that's what davening is. Davening is, is, a, is a tikkun. It's, it's about removing sediment. So some rocks are easier to lift than others. Some rocks get your hands dirtier than others. But it's all, it's all a vayda. So every time you daven, you're, you're, you're removing sediment. You're being masakin yourself. Again, if it's a davening where it was mamish kishmakin on fire, okay, that means that maybe the level of part of your neshama that you were masakin by that davening didn't need such work. And if it was a, a davening that came with a lot of minyas, but you did the best you could, it means that Adraba, maybe that was a very successful davening because you were able to be piled to fix a certain part of your neshama that uh, needs a lot of work. Uh, you're not seeing the Yeshua yet? Okay, it means there's more parts of your neshama that need to be worked out. So daven again. But don't daven in a way that's going to tell yourself that the first davening wasn't boiled. So you daven again, but with different words. Knowing that this is another, this is a new avoid that I have to do. So, like I said, this is a big sugya. And it'll, it'll probably take a few days to get to work through this because this opens up a whole Pandora's box. Okay, so so what does that mean? So any thought that comes to my mind, so so that's part of my avoidance now to sort of fix that part of myself that's surfacing. So how do I do that? That means I should embrace those thoughts. I should somehow manipulate those thoughts to be in the context of my davening. Should I just ignore those thoughts and move on? Is that how I fix them? By ignoring them? So these are the things that we're going to have to work through. It's a large sogia, but uh, at least to open it up for today. Yeah.